What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm joined by my two favorite fans in the galaxy, Alex Vargas and Rebecca June Lane. How are you two doing? Doing good. Getting ready good. for Thanksgiving. Alex, I just saw the pork pie. Didn't that look good? That, 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 that yeah. That's, What's the that's pork amazing. pie? It was just posted on our Twitter. It's, oh. it's it's like a pumpkin pie, but it's got little porgs in it. It's called porgin pie. Uh, you can take a look at the recipe at starwars.com if you ever want to eat a pie with little porgs in it. I'm into it. Right? I'm, I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan. What? I mean, you, you yeah. can make it any kind of pie you want as long as you have porgs in it. That's true. I think pumpkin's the best kind of pie. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm, and I don't mind pumpkin flavor. It's that it, it just kind of tastes like soggy gingerbread to me <laughs> like that's sort of what pumpkin pie tastes like to me and i'm just like not into the texture and i'm like eh, not. you have to have the right ratio of pie filling and crust mm. yeah yeah like, that's that crust important crunch in there yeah, yeah. for you know for and and for uh starters my favorite pie is a, a, a solid banana cream Ooh. uh or you get chocolate cream you put bananas in that and people have told me i'm crazy and i'm like how is that crazy that doesn't sound crazy. That's delicious is what it is. You need to shut your mouth. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is not a full episode. This is a special episode that we're going to do, and we're going to talk all about season four of Rebels, which just had its mid-season finale. Hooray. And we're going to talk all about everything that pretty much happened, and then we're also going to discuss a little bit of uh, maybe what what's coming up. You know, we will well, speculate wildly, and uh, you're going to hear what we're we going to take bets on how Kanan's going to die. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing if, if we had enough people to put in a pool. Like, I think he's going to get stabbed. I think you he's going to fall off something. I'll, I'll make a, a survey on our Facebook page. How do you think Kanan will die? And I'll put a few <laughs> options, and then I'll put the uh, one option will be he lives, and the other one will be he mysteriously disappears, but we get no explanation because Star Wars likes to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's true. He pulls an Ahsoka. Yeah. Is your wife like smashing something skull in in the background? Or? Uh, she's got a spoon. <laughs> oh. Just hearing Anyway, so. We talked about the first two episodes on a previous episode that I can't remember the number of, but we did that. We did. It's Let's funny because I feel like those two episodes are kind of separate from the rest of the season, which kind of, I think, you know, is one main setting, one main story, you know, mm-hmm. um, that that first bit kind of stands apart, but it kind of uh, brought Sabine back into the fold, though I guess she was barely really even gone, um, but I was glad to have her back. For yeah, she was season. gone for like three episodes. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's gone forever. And then, and then she's back. Did anyone else laugh? in that episode when they come see Hera and and Hera's like, hey, all of you and Sabine, you're back. (laughs) (laughs) That was really funny. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it was a good, I'm glad that she wasn't gone forever, though. Uh, I kind of had the, it it seemed like she was going to be gone, but uh, Her her mom still should have died. Sorry. Yeah. Should have happened. Should have happened. Anyway, the next two episodes we saw were in the name of the Rebellion, which I I think are two of the best episodes the show maybe has ever had. 
I agree. It's obviously not it's not Twilight of the Apprentice good, but it it, I, it was up there. I was like, man, th- these are really good. The and for people who need a need a refresher, they uh, Sabine and Ezra following around Saw Gerrera, finding a giant uh, kyber crystal and blowing it up. And I love that twice in that episode, it's like uh, uh, Ezra like doing the little wave, like, hey, like I I didn't get into trouble. <laughs> I'm totally in trouble, but um, yeah, it it that, that was some that was some good stuff. Uh, what did you guys think? Well, I remember. I mean, those aired right when we were doing. I think our two part good of the Empire Bad Rebels thing, and it was mm-hmm. there was that first scene where Sagarera hijacked the droid to to speak to Mon Mothma. Um, kind of was a distillation of everything we talked about in the Bad Rebels episode. Um. Not to mention that just the the direction of these episodes are are just getting so incredible, um, and I think I, I really noticed it in this set. Um, they're they're shot like they're produced like films, um, and that that sequence in particular I thought was very very striking visually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh... Alex, do you have any special memories from that storyline? The, in the name of the rebellion episodes uh it was it was really cool to see a kyber crystal frozen in carbonite just yeah. to kind of see like okay kyber crystals are something new from the prequels and all of a sudden you see carbonite which is something from the original trilogy just it was kind of nice to see those two come together in a weird way where right. it, it, it felt like a, a natural progression of mm-hmm. one thing to the next as opposed to here's prequel ideas here's original trilogy ideas and now now i feel like they're starting to flow a little better yeah, I, I I think the story group kind of helps mm-hmm. do that, um, and I like that they they. Uh, I I re- did you guys really think they were gonna show the Death Star? Because I kind of thought I thought we'd see something, even if it's yeah. just like part of the dish or. Yeah. Right. But it, it was good build up, and then they're like, "There's nothing here." It's like, ah, it's like it's smarter than that. It was Tic Tac, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I remember Tic Tac. He knew. Click clack. Oh, click clack. Oh, what did I say? Not Tic Tac. <laughs> <laughs> he was holding a Tic Tac. That's what it was. Ezra named him Click Clack because he's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a racist. He's just he's just not he's not the he's brightest not kid all there. out there. He's not he's not the brightest. No. Um. Yeah. So uh, that was a, those were good episodes. Um. The other, and then following up was the occupation, which is where they go back to Lothal, right? Yes, that's the first mm-hmm. episode. They go back to Lothal, and yes. and and Ezra. I liked that during that episode. Ezra was very like, I can't believe how much it's changed, and they're like, Oh, whatever happened to old Joe? Oh yeah, he got executed, and it was like, oh, Yeah. Man. Well, we were talking about this, and we were like, Okay, well, what's the worst thing we've seen the Empire do? Like, how bad are there? you know, uh, occupations and, and destruction of these societies. And we get to see on Lothal that it's, at least in the case of this planet, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. That's no longer ambiguous. Yeah. Um, and, and what it's also good that uh, it seems like they've been afraid to show people dying or kill off characters, and it's like they finally killed somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that was pretty good. Um is this when we get to see like Callus as like his young, sexy rebel self now, and he's like totally has this hair going on, and he's like now really cool? He's been in a couple. 
He's popped up a little bit, but I think this is the first time you see him step up. Yeah, I feel like he's just in a different outfit this time. He's and got his, a nicer jacket. Yeah, he kind of looks like a rebel now, and it's like, whoa, okay, Callus. His Welcome chops have been cleaned up. You know, they look more rebellious. Yeah. <laughs> we also meet back up with, and I cannot remember. There he is. Uh, Jai Kel, which was a character from season one. And uh, he, for those of you that don't remember, it's the episode where Ezra goes undercover in the Imperial Academy. Yeah. And he tries to get the, you know, get people to defect. Jaikel is one of the kids that he's with. I always remember that one for the scene where they have to, like, escape from the pit. Because I feel like that, like, reminds me of a really good platforming game I would want to (laughs) play. Remember, they're, like, jumping on the platforms that come out. Yeah. Um, And then they go through a sewer and a bunch of stuff. And they get out. Um, And then Ryder shows back up, who... I think wasn't Ryder a character in season one, and then he kind of just was gone. Yeah, he kind of led a little bit of a rebellion. I think here he's taking more, you know, he's taking on more of the responsibility. But he's he showed up for a while, and then he kind of disappeared when they got off the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then going off the next episode, which was also really good, Flight of the Defender. Wait. Pause. What, huh? Hold huh? up, rewind. Um, we also Bro, had kind of the best romantic moment between Hera and Kanan up till this point. Oh, was that this episode? Was that the yeah. almost? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he grabs her by He's the like, wrist, uh, pulls her into this alleyway, yeah. and they're like so close to kissing. And then, you know. Yeah. She's so. wearing her like tank top and... <laughs> He's like, oh, I wish I could see you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you and I also- have been <laughs> seeing chick-a-bong, me. Chick-a-bong. You've been lying, Kanan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, also- I also want to give a quick shout out to the ridiculous little pig creatures that are like pufferfish that they puffer use. Fish. Oh my god, yeah, the little yeah. the puffer pigs. Where they came back called. again. <laughs> that was like yeah. what a season two thing that they had. Though it's the episode remember. with Lando. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were going to pay him in puffer pigs. Dude, pu- puffer pigs are cute. That they should be our cute. next animal of the uh, <laughs> creature, yeah. creature yep. of the week. Hey, yeah. creature of the week, the puffer pig. Non-sentient, you know. <laughs> oh, man, you know what? We we really messed up. We should not, Now that I'm thinking about it, we should not have had act dogs as our creature of the week this week. We should have found out, like, what the Star Wars equivalent of a turkey is because it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Maybe they I mean, do by the time you're listening dog. to this episode, Thanksgiving has passed. It's Black Friday, but ugh. Act <laughs> dog's fine. It's I screwed fine. up. It's all good. All right. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so all right. Well, Flight of the Defender. Yes, we move on to Flight of the Defender, and in this episode, it is um, Ezra and Sabine trying to steal the defender tie fighter prototype that they're manufacturing on lothal that are like super strong and have the shields and they're all fast and powerful and when was the first time we see the tie defenders that was last season last season yeah we actually uh end of season two wasn't there a quick glance oh no actually it was the uh the previews that they showed at uh was it comic-con that trailer for season three was the first time we had ever seen a tide defender it showed up real quick like a quick flash mm-hmm. i'm seeing the page now yeah and i think yeah there's an indirect and then there was this episode fly of the defender is the first time we we really deal with it but um i imagine there is kind of probably a, a fan split on introducing this new vehicle is that true or 
I think a lot of people were really excited to see it. It was something that was in the expanded universe. Oh, and was it? Yes, the Defenders. Yeah, they were. Uh, you played with them in the video games a few times, but they were never part of the the canon. So when they brought this ship in, you know, it was a, it was a lot of fun. It, they were. What, Josh, what was the game that we were talking about? That was on PlayStation. That we were talking about not that long ago. Rebel Assault played. Two. Yeah, I think they were part of that game. I'm gonna look cool. at the. Uh, um, they, yeah, they kind of look like them, huh? Yeah. Hmm. They're, they're a little different. Like, they don't have the, um, they, they look like they have these little concave things. And this one, it just kind of looks like a little claw, like a three-pronged claw. But they look way similar. Mm -hmm. I wonder if, uh, uh, I was going to take out the manual and be, like, looking through it and see, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, so they try to steal the actual TIE Defender and then... They don't really do that very well. Um, <laughs> they get shot down, away. but they steal like the black box or something like that, and uh, and the hyperdrive which they hide. Yeah, and then they lift the hi hyperdrive and hide it, and then and then there's the loath wolves finally, uh, which get even crazier as time goes on. But um, we see loath wolves, and then and then Rook finally appears. Which, voiced by uh, Warwick Davis. Woo. So that's cool. Can we talk a little bit about him uh, and what he is and what's going on there? He is a, I don't know what he is, but he's he's like a little goblin man. And he <laughs> <laughs> he's very agile. He's an assassin. He's like Thrawn's assassin, basically. Have we heard of anything? Is he from the extended universe? Is he? he, he yeah, he's a, he's a, uh, he's a, he's a legends character. That uh, was, yeah, he's basically Thrawn's assassin, and he was very, very popular. At least I believe he was popular, because when we were at the Rebels panel, and they unveiled that, like, he was going to be in season four, they're like, oh, yeah, this is Rook. Like, half the crowd was like, what? The other half and I was, was like, like, I don't know yeah. who that is. And the other half was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> But, but he, people seem excited. We haven't seen his species before in canon, have we? No, they, they, if you so. watch uh, Rebels Recon, which again, if, you, if you're if you not watching those after the episodes air, watch them. They talk about the development of the character where it was described in the original Thrawn book, what he looked like, and then they kind of tweaked it a bit, and they're talking about how his nose was a little, the you know, the wrong color, and he looked too cute at one point. So they, they really were able to define his look for the show. That's cool. I think it's effective. He was, I think he's pretty creepy. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah. He looks good. He kind of reminds me of Sebulba. Sebulba. Just the way that he walks around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like on all fours and stuff. Uh, he's cool. Um, he tries to hunt them down unsuccessfully. They get the black box away with the help of the Loath Wolves. Never get an explanation on what these freaking Loath Wolves are. And they keep showing up in every single episode. And, uh, uh, and, and I think this time. one ends with him saying Doom, which you... Yes. So if you read the the, if you had the subtitles on, like uh, the wolf says doom, but D U M E, which is Kanan's actual 
last name because his name's Caleb Doom. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they ever say that in the show. That's like a thing, like if you've read A New Dawn or read the canon comics, you know that. But I don't know that they've ever explicitly said it on the show. That's no. cool. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because we weren't too sure what she said. And my wife was like, I think she said, I think the wolf said something that was not, I thought it was Doom, D-O-O-M. Yeah. So we replayed it with the subtitles and she saw Doom and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting to, the way that they hid that in there. Right. Yeah. I liked it because I, I think they were going, they did assume that most people didn't know so that it would just be really on, uh, um, ominous. Um, but because I didn't know, I didn't know until Josh, you told me, but very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And then, uh, so this is kind of skipping ahead a bit, but when in the, in the final episode of the, uh, or in the last episode into like the mid season finale, uh, they find the wolf again, and he says Doom, but in, if you read the subtitles for that episode, it's not his last name. It's actually D-O-O-M. Yeah. Are you sure? Really? Yeah we, yeah, we did the same thing, too. We stuffed it, we rewound it, but the subtitles, and it's D-O-O-M. Yeah, Do you it's, think it's, that was so, just a mistake? I don't know, because no, I, I think that's there was a Star Wars even, Explained video about it, too. <laughs> and even, about even how it was different. says, I know what I need to do. So he yeah. he, he knows something is up and i have a theory about what he's going to do and we'll see um uh... but not to skip not skip too far (laughs) ahead then we we come up on kindred which i don't remember much of this episode it's thrawn's assassin again them escaping with the data yeah the wolves oh okay i remember part of this now yeah don't think this is the one where they the wolves lead everyone to travel kind of through space through ta- and time. Through space yeah. and time. They and lead them through the other side of the planet. They're, and they're like, like Doctor Who's. They just abandon them. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. <laughs> there was a, a cool, one of my favorite lines, I think, so far, was when the when the Loath Wolves appeared to help Kanan and crew who were trying to, you know, defend themselves against the oncoming troopers. Uh, Kanan's like, yeah, let's go. Let's follow these wolves. And I forget, who are they with? Oh, the, the rebel guy. Or mm-hmm. and uh, Zeb is like, no, this is good. It's good when it gets weird like this. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, how have you been alive this long? <laughs> so for that episode, when they get transferred to the complete opposite side of the planet, they see all these different hieroglyphics and you know markings on the wall from whoever was there in the past, and it shows the story of the Loth, the Lothwolves, and how they're connected to the uh, the Force. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the background where the these drawings, cave drawings were. They show the wolves, and it looks like a bunch of Jedi surrounding them. And the very bottom one looks like Yoda. Ooh. Yeah, I, I I heard about that, where people were like, oh, maybe that like Yoda came and visited here long ago. Yeah, I mean, it could also be just his species, but I thought that was interesting that they would, you know, it's, it's clearly a Yoda species Jedi at the very bottom. Maybe it's Yaddle. Oh, <laughs> yes, it was Yaddle. Oh, Yaddle. <laughs> I'd love to get some actual story on Yaddle. I'd be all about yeah. it. I just want to know what the species name is. I I remember hearing about M- Master Yaddle like in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> and where is she? Nowhere to be found. That's where. Um, just uh, real quick again, the 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 shot on the wiki for this just reminded me. Um, throughout this this season, there were these really great quiet Jedi moments that they had, um, where they kind of 
don't know, because the show doesn't scream Jedi. Uh, Kanan and, and Ezra are not traditional Jedi, but every so often they have a moment that's reminiscent of like the traditional master-apprentice relationship, and I, and they shoot it really well, and the music is really great in those moments, and it's just felt a little weightier um, and almost more ominous. But yeah, yeah, this is the is this the conversation where uh, Ezra's like, I, maybe we're choosing the wrong way to fight, or was that in the earlier that was episode? In the early one. That was in an early one, but that was one of the moments I was actually thinking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot um, of good moments like that. Yeah, I think that that is uh, some foreshadowing. But <laughs> you know how they do. You know, Filoni knows what's up. <laughs> but, yeah, I love the little quiet. I love. I like that this show can slow down and have a quiet moment. Totally. Every so often. Whether yeah. it's making out in an alleyway or sitting in the middle of a cornfield. Yeah, I mean, I think I think since I was thinking about this in the fi- finale um, when uh, Kanan makes a choice, I was just thinking about how how close we've come to these characters and how we can have moments like that, um, and they've done such a good job fleshing them out um, mm-hmm. that it just feel very cinematic. But yeah, um, and yeah, after we do the whole space time continuum thing with the wolves, and there's all that. The next episode was not. I don't know. It just felt like filler. I don't know if you guys agree. It was crawler command. Definite filler. Commandeers, yeah. It was was a fun episode, though. It was fun. I laughed because they were, like, shoving the guy in the closet, and he's screaming, and, like, that was funny, but... Seth Green was playing that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Seth Green? Oh. (laughs) And it was funny because I would read that, and I was, like, listening. He did a good job because it did not sound like Seth Green very much to me. Wow. Yeah, so I... uh, from what I remember, this episode was them trying to get a communications array off this giant crawler mm-hmm. because they were all the way across the planet. They needed someone to pick them up, and they and they don't have any communications. So that was the whole that was the whole thing. Uh, and then they ended up releasing a bunch of slaves, which so I guess that's cool. But uh. <laughs> Vizago pops back up too, which is a you know he keeps popping up randomly in the series. He's a yeah. fun little character too. I'm, I'm glad we I see do him like again. Vizago. He's he's a he is a funny character. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this episode did scream kind of filler but i get why it was here it was like oh we need a break from being like super serious probably there is one thing that is okay i've been trying to find this this whole time we're talking there's one big thing that is brought up i'm gonna read this straight off of uh the wikipedia uh article all right so it says uh, on yavin 4 Hera is waiting outside of the briefing room with chopper mothma comes out and tells her that they are still debating it talking about you know attacking lothal as a striking the whole uh imperial factory there uh, as there is another concerning matter the empire has activated protocol 13 the evacuation of all imperial personnel so it's curious because i don't know if they ever refer to this being an, an evacuation of lothal or if this is of another planet and if this is I, another planet is this what we see in rogue one with uh, i think that's what it's supposed to be i think that that their whole thing was that it was supposed to be a um, like the evacuation of Jetta. Oh, sorry, Jetta. Yeah, Jetta. Yeah. So, so we're really close in timeline. <clears throat> yeah. So I I bet you that come next episode, which what is it called? Okay, I don't know if you guys care about what I the already episodes saw it. are called. You won't care, Alex. You won't. Yeah. So the next the next episode's called Allegiance. So. <sighs> 
<laughs> no, I, ac- I accidentally saw it already too. So, we so I'm thinking like that. Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking that, yeah, what we just described was the evacuation of Jakku and then, or God, I just did it. Uh, Jedha. <laughs> and then the, uh, the destruction of Jedha city or like a fourth yeah. of the planet, as we know now from Wait. the star Wars comic. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say uh, that it's crazy. The, uh, the destruction just from, you know, a single ignition. Yeah. Um, well, how how much time in Rogue One is between the destruction of Jeddah City and then what happens um, when they steal the Death Star plans on I, that planet? I assume they're I just skipping remember. ahead a bit. I, I'm assuming it's a matter of days, if that. Yeah, there's, I don't yeah. think they have much time to react. Um, but real quick, according to uh, Wikipedia, Protocol 13 was just a, an order used by the Empire to evacuate. So I don't know if they're referring to specifically... Lothal or Jeddah in this one, but at least we know that some an order has, somewhere has been put out there. Well, they're definitely not evacuating Lothal because they're super there during right? the assault. They're still there during yeah. the assault, and they have a whole factory. Why would they be evacuating a yeah. plant? Yeah, not just there, super there. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just rewatched Rogue One on the plane back from New Orleans a couple weeks ago, and I remember them talking about an evacuation order of Jeddah City. So I think, I think that's what it is. Which means we're, we're all, right up there. What do we keep yeah, saying? We're... All paths are converging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that what he said? It's says? finally converging. All paths. What is? What does he say at the end? It's like the last line of that episode we just talked about. All paths are coming together, or something like that. Yeah, I. Hmm. Sorry, I'll look it up. Keep going. Anyway, um, after crawler command commandeers or whatever it's called, you gotta... we get rebel assault. Which I expected, like a forty-five minute episode, and we didn't get that. So it felt heavy. It felt like I, a lot. Got but done. it was, yeah, it was still heavy. Um, I think part two is coming soon. I mean, the story. I don't not think done. we're getting a part part two. I think it's gonna lead right into Allegiance. Oh, that's what, that's what I mean. Though. I think Allegiance will be the second half of this story arc. Mm. Yeah, I'm wondering: are they gonna act like time has passed, or are they just gonna pick it up? So. Just in general, what happened in this episode, we are assaulting Lothal, um, Hera's flying an X-Wing, which is super cool, um, she's kicking butt, doing crazy suicide moves, and being a badass. They're even like, oh, that's Syndulla. I know it. (laughs) That's her. I will say I was super annoyed by Thrawn, like, halfway through the episode. He kept being like, oh, that's exactly what I thought would happen. It's like, okay, like... Dude, I liked the moment where um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's like chase. He's like behind her. And Thrawn's like, "You got." He's like, "You need to get out of the way." And he's like, "No, I can get her." And he's like, "You got one." He's like, "You got one more chance." <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, "No, I can get her." He's like, "All right." It's like open fire, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Like I, I liked, uh, I liked what that said about his character because it seemed like you know. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to end this, and I like your uh, your delusions of grandeur. You know, aren't aren't welcome here. Sort of. Yeah, he's very measured. Yeah. Uh, which is I, annoying. Like I said, a little bit. Like I want to see him. I want to see him surprised. I feel like we haven't yet seen him surprised. We've only seen him get angry that one time. When was when that? that? When the there's bed- like one of the officers is like super racist to him. He like grabs oh. him by the collar or whatever. He does get. It was in season three. He does get a little scared too when the Bendu disappears, where the Bendu has seen his fate. 
and he doesn't know what yeah. that is. Like he, he, Thrawn likes to be in charge of everything, so he likes to be in charge of his own fate. Now that someone knows what's going to happen to him, like that worries him. I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, man, I was I just I thought of something and I lost it. But... Real, real quick, we were talking about how Hera is like a really cool pilot. Um, mm-hmm. If you've seen, again, uh, the Rebels Recon, they asked Pablo Hidalgo, who is a better pilot, Hera or Poe Dameron? And Hera is a better pilot. Nice. Like, it was just great seeing her do those maneuvers with the X-Wing where it just, you know, the wings collapse. She does a quick, crazy U-turn, shoots and all. Like, it's it was so much fun to see yeah. X-Wings. Yeah. yeah. And to see her flying in X-Wings. Nicole was like fist fist bumping in the air, going, "Yeah, Hera!" <laughs> <laughs> like she did that. She did the like break, like flip thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then later when she's fighting, what's this? What's this golem guy's name? Rock. Rook. 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 Uh, when she does this like golem. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> when she uh. does this like spinning takedown of him when they're when they're hand to hand combating on the ground, it's like yeah, super it looks like yeah. they're doing awesome. some crazy wrestling moves. Yeah, it was yeah. sweet. It was very yeah. cool. That was cool, and then uh, they, the whole f- attack fleet crashes. Basically, mm-hmm. I loved that moment where they're like, "Oh hey, there they are, there they are, oh, Uh-oh. and they're all on fire." It's a beautiful I was like, shot. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous visuals um, throughout the whole episode. Yeah, so then they crash land in the city. Hera and Chopper are like, "We're gonna get out of here," and they're they're trying to hide from all the search. Uh, vehicles. I almost said search copters, and I was like, "It's not a helicopter." <laughs> uh, it's kind of it behaves like one. You got some hover tanks. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and then uh, they get in a fight with Rook, and then uh, Chopper and what's his face that I already forgot his name escape into the sewers. Yeah, they, get, they love escaping into sewers. Mart on Lothal. That was his name, Mart. It was uh, sure. the the stakes raising in that last moment, and uh, her forcing Chopper to go on without her. All of that was done really well. It was edited really well. The music was great, and it was really kind of devastating to see you know, like Chopper go down that hole in a close and and just be like, "All right, she's gonna end up in Thrawn's hands, and uh, we'll see what happens there." But yeah, at least she went down swinging. You yeah. Know? So. That and then it pretty much. Oh no, it doesn't end. No, we, we got, got some. More. We got some Kanan action. Uh, Kanan gets on his bike like you like you do, and he starts just flying toward the city on the freeway. And then there's a loath wolf in the middle of the road, and he does this like crash burn. Starts talking to the wolf. Wolf says doom, but D O O M this time. Um, and then. I like that moment. I like his anger in that moment. I like how, you know, I, I, the earlier moment when he decides to stop and turn around, I found interesting too. Because um, in my head, I was like, is he really going to leave her when they first left the city? I'm like, that doesn't seem like him. Um, but then when he stopped, the music right there is excellent when he stops and turns around. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a romantic theme for them. Um, it's very tragic sounding, just these like sad strings. It was very excellent. Um and how Ezra just let knew that he had to do what he had to do. Um, but that wasn't his mission, I guess. I guess he has a different mission. I think... So I have a theory. Um, this could be totally wrong. But I think uh, what's going to end up happening 
is that Kanan is going to like trade himself somehow. Yeah. For Hera. And then he won't get killed. What'll happen is maybe he'll get brainwashed into the dark side and then Ezra will have to kill him. That seems like a lot to have happen. I know. Or in they six both episodes. just get shot and then it just ends. <laughs> I mean Yeah. Final episode they're like, Man, like if we uh we, we got those Death Star plans. Oh, no, a Stormtrooper. Where's my lightsaber? Oh, no. Bang, bang. And then roll <laughs> bang, credits. Bang. And then you start with Rogue One. The the last note I wrote down was, is Kanan going to die saving Hera? That's kind of how it felt to me at the end of this episode. Um, I, I feel like there's some sort of self-sacrifice thing that Kanan's going to do either for Hera or for Ezra. And then Ezra is going to be really sad and bitter and disappear and change his name to DJ. Um, what would be cool is if he gets super sad about Kanan dying, and then somehow Darth Vader intercepts him, and then he becomes uh, an Inquisitor mm. because he's just so pissy. He's like, "They didn't teach me, blah 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 blah. You taught me. I'm gonna kill all the Jedi, but there's none left." And then he spends his whole time trying to find Luke, and then he fails, and then he's DJ. <laughs> he's, he's still I, was DJ. I was like where is this going <laughs> oh no i'm sorry he's snoke he's snoke i'm sorry I I he's, snoke. he's snoke i still think he's dj i was listening to <laughs> coffee with kenobi and they made that same joke where they were like they were like well ezra's gonna be snoke like we all know it well i mean he's either snoke or ray's dad or dj or poe dameron's dad or you know, or dead. Or dead. I mean, <laughs> people love speculating. I know. I know we're gonna do it because it's fun. But we really don't yeah. know. But if you guys had to put money on the fact that Ezra shows up at some point in the new trilogy, would you say yes? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. And I think it's just because if you're trying to market Star Wars to a large audience, I don't know if they'd bring in Ezra as a character for. You'd have to give a little backstory to the character, I think. And I don't think enough people know who Ezra is. But what about um, uh, Forrest Whitaker? What's his face? Saw Gerrera. Yeah, the, you didn't need to we know didn't know much. anything about yeah. him. Well, I we knew like... a little bit, but you didn't need to really know. You just need to know that he was a, you know, a rebel commander who's gone rogue. I think Ezra, they've developed him enough to where if we saw him in the future, you'd have that, you know we can have something to base our ideas off of him there. But mm-hmm. if you bring him in as a character for everyone just to meet all of a sudden, you need to give a little backstory. Right. Unless they want to keep him mysterious. And that's why he's DJ. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I honestly I'm just don't like, know. man, it's only like, <laughs> it's only like what? 25 days. Yeah, It's a matter of days. We'll find out. <laughs> it's a matter of days. Isn't that weird to say? It's crazy. Yeah. I remember when we were at Celebration, it was like, only 200 and something. Yeah, seriously, oh, we were God. counting down. We're like, we just got a trailer. We couldn't hear yeah. the trailer, but we just got a trailer. Yeah, the well, first time <laughs> we see the trailer, it's like... it's like. Well, I want to thank the people running the main stage who had the volume all the way up on Thursday and then turned it down all the way down on Friday, yeah. the day of the trailer drop. And the whole time, we just hear I... us in the background being like, turn it up. I'm not going to lie, Alex. I regret standing there for like four hours. Oh, no. <laughs> we were there for a long time. Like, we were, well, because we figured, hey, Thursday's Legit. panels, you know, we could hear it. You could see it. It was fine. And then we get there Friday. We're like, oh, we're just standing there. It's fine. We didn't bother trying to get into the other side of rooms or anything. And we heard nothing. Actually, no. This is what we heard. We heard, 
<laughs> yeah, and, and a bunch of people going, shh. Oh, yeah, shh. And turn it up. We can't hear it. We can't yeah. hear Get in the trailer. You guys suck. Like, it was, that's what we had. And then we ended up all watching on our phones, and then we watched it. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I watched it all cozy you, in my bed. <laughs> I remember all of you had to run to some other panel, and I was like, I'm not going to that panel. And I remember, <laughs> like, going to, I went and did something. You know what we did? I remember because we went and got food. You went, yeah. And then we were sitting there, and I put my headphones on and watched it on my phone. Yeah, we were all super frustrated. We all got food because we were like, we yeah. couldn't hear anything. I think we were still kind of jet lagged, tired, and it was just a very frustrating nine nine a.m. to twelve p.m. We were we were four days in after doing. Yeah, that's true. We were, huh? Oh no, five days in because we had done Universal Studios the first two days, and, and then, Disney then the day before. It was the yeah. third oh, day man. of celebration, and we're just like, God, I'm so tired. Well, I think also all the security issues and all that kind of threw us all for a loop, and Ugh. but yeah, security it was, issues. Well, that's security was good for the convention like i gotta give them kudos for having the metal detectors doing all that kind of stuff there's been issues with uh, conventions lately and all that fun stuff and they did a good job with that they did not do a good job in getting people through efficiently Mm. like legitimately the first day we waited in line i think an hour and a half just to walk in and the convention was already open yikes well, that yeah, kind of puts a damper on it. Yeah. It was bad because they only had what well, it was like two entrances they had, open. They well, they had one entrance at the on on Thursday. They had one entrance, and everybody had to file in through there. It was so bad that that night, StarWars.com posted an apology as to you know we're sorry there was you know, all these ways. Oh, and then also the fact that we all went through metal detectors, and then at two o'clock they just let everybody in without going through security. That's annoying. So, yeah, they apologized. They're like, you know what? We're going to have two entrances for the rest of the convention. Come here and here. And it, it worked out better. But that Friday was still kind of frustrating. <laughs> I remember we were all very frustrated. Yeah, huh. I mean, it, it was. That has nothing to do with Rebels. Nothing but still. to do with Rebels. But it's all Star Wars. <laughs> but, yeah. That does sound like an imperfect way to experience new Star Wars content. Yeah. But it was it was a moment. It was a moment in history. And now we're, we're super close. And Rebels looks like we're just going to, you know, file in and become a part of this larger story that we're all excited about and mm-hmm. we'll see what episode 10 brings us yeah is there allegiance. any is there anything that you uh, really hope they don't do with in these last final episodes is there anything that you're like oh that would be kind of disappointing i would be upset if all well we know that not we know that at least Hera, chopper and sabine all live how do we know that because there's a forces of destiny episode that takes place during return of the jedi where uh, Hera, Chopper, and Sabine go meet. Uh, Seriously, go meet yeah. Leia and and like Han and stuff. So, yeah, th- those are. I believe those are canon too. They yeah. are canon. Yes. Well, there you so, go. Okay. We know they're all alive, but there's no Kanan and Ezra because they're dead. Um, I I really hope that the Lothwolves or the main Lothwolf is not Ahsoka. Ooh, why not? I feel like that'd just be too easy. Okay. I feel like if you're gonna create these loth wolves to have this, you know, crazy mystical connection to the force, let them be their own thing. Um, I know Dave Filoni all of a sudden had that shirt that said Ahsoka lives and all that stuff, and it'd be great to see the character come back. But I think Star Wars needs to let go of certain characters at a certain point. Like Darth Maul died. Darth Maul finally died, 
like we thought he died in the movies and then all of a sudden he kind of disappears in the cartoon series i'm just glad to see that they're ending characters as opposed to let's hold on to them and see how we can use them again like i think ahsoka played her part in the in the story and i think the way that she died if she died uh fighting against vader was a, a fitting end yeah but you yeah. don't really get the impression from that ending that she was dead do you well, that's no. the thing. I don't know. Is, is is she dead? Is she one with the Force? Does she come back as a Force ghost? I don't. I'm curious to see what they're gonna do. I mean, she can always, you know, her her spirit could be stuck on that planet since you know the dark side is so strong on there, which would be kind of cool. Like she can be a tormented Force ghost. Oh, um, that's depressing end for her. It's, it's kind of <laughs> depressing, yeah. But I mean, I just I just don't like it when they have to keep pulling this. Like we gave you Ahsoka, now we're gonna take her away, but she's still gonna come back. Like I think that they can do more i think that the loath wolf should be their own thing kind of like how the bendu was his own thing i have a feeling that it's, i mean just if i were to take a you know irresponsible speculation i think it's both i think the loath wolf i think those cave paintings do imply that they are something ancient and tied to the force um but i don't know there's something about the design of that face just right the, and the lines across i the was ears just looking at ahsoka's face patterns and they don't really look like it yeah, but they don't really look like the wolf. Um, I'm gonna type in Ahsoka wolf face markings and see what I get. But I remember <laughs> thinking that when I saw the wolf, I was like, "Oh, I bet, you know, I bet they're similar or whatever." And then, and then now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, "I don't think these are similar at all." The line I, I was trying to think of that uh, that Kanan says, and I think the wolf it makes him think to say is, "All paths are coming together." So that's kind of the uh, mm. mysterious so, yeah. undertone. They're all about to converge in yeah. Rogue One slash Episode Four. So, yeah, it's very so exciting. I, I just sent you guys a picture real quick just to take a look at it. Dave Filoni did clarify this for us, but it's, I don't think he's ever lied about anything for Star Wars. I know other directors have. I love that he does these paintings. So that there's this little there's this drawing. Um, that uh, that he posted that has the loath wolf and it has an arrow pointing to it says wolf and then there's Ahsoka touching the wolf and there's an arrow pointing to her saying not the wolf so <laughs> that's pretty explicit I feel but maybe that wolf is like a projection like it could be guided by Ahsoka maybe like, or like yeah, she's, maybe as, as she's part of one with the force I don't think she'd come back as a force ghost I don't think she was that entombed well, they're like, oh, we haven't seen these things in like a hundred years. I, what I'm thinking is, uh, it's like an astral projection, sort of. Like, she's still in that temple, or she's hanging onto the edge of like being one with the Force or something. And she's and she's just like, she's not the wolf, but she's acting through the wolf. If that makes sense. Yeah. I bet they won't never explain it. Well, and mm. then if you remember, uh, what was it? And I'd honestly be ago, that, Dave Filoni created a series of trading cards on the uh, trading card app, and it was the fate of Ahsoka. And it shows her entering the temple. It shows the owl. It shows Vader. Um, I just sent you guys a link to these two. So, I remember getting some of these. Yeah, that's that's the last that we know of Ahsoka's fate. And these mm. came straight from Dave Filoni. She is surrounded by wolves <laughs> in the last one. Right? I mean, so we we um, really don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if we see her in this last half of the series, um, but it'll it'll be. Interesting you should post to see. these. These are awesome. I've never seen these before. Yeah, they were like exclusive to the 
the Star Wars card trading app. Yeah. And um, they were only available for a limited time. Like you had to open these special like Ahsoka packs or whatever. And and you got. I had a couple of these when I before I stopped actually using that thing. But I want yeah. like a poster of the one with her Invader's eye. That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think my favorite one is the one where she's wading in the water. Yeah. Yeah. But if I had to guess, yeah, Alex, I I agree with you. I think her story is done. For this and series, at least. Yes, the, there's, they could use it for other stuff. I just think for this, yeah, for this, the cartoon series, Clone Wars, Rebels, I, I think she's I, complete. I personally still want, because it, it's it's untold, and they only mention it in the Ahsoka novel, which which was upsetting to me, because I thought that's what it was going to be about. I want, I still want the story of Ahsoka trying to take Mandalore back. That would mm. be fun. That would be a be- good... Because it happened, we know it happened. It's mentioned in the book. There's mm-hmm. it even opens with her and Darth Maul like on Mandalore, like getting into a fight. And it's like, come on, like why isn't this the book? Like I wanted, but um, it's fine. In terms of the future, though, I mean, we don't know what the next Filoni series is going to be. Um, but if it is post Jedi, that leaves room open for a reconciliation between Ahsoka and Anakin because as we saw in Jedi Anakin does channel himself into a a light side force ghost so that might be an interesting conclusion to their story one day yeah mm-hmm. um I'm trying to find this uh Man, I can't find it. But I was trying to find this quote that I've heard told that Tolkien said once, and um, basically, and, and this is why I don't think. And I, and I know Filoni's a fan of Tolkien, so maybe he's gonna think about this kind of thing. But I think this is probably why we'll never ever know the answer to the Ahsoka Wolf thing. Is, um, I guess once Tolkien was asked, and I don't, I can't confirm this. I've just heard someone say it, told me, tell me this before. He was asked, like, what, what's beyond the mountains of the map of Middle-earth he had drawn, and he was like, it doesn't matter, because if I, ha- if I kept drawing beyond my borders, I'd have to just keep drawing more mountains. He's like, it's more interesting to wonder, like, what's on the other side of them, right? Mm. And I think, in, in some respects, I think that's cool. I think... Uh, there should be a little bit like not everything I agree in Star Wars should have an explanation sometimes it's fine to leave things a little ambiguous yeah I agree I think that's something I loved about the original trilogy when I was mm-hmm. when I try and explain Star Wars to people and they're like oh but it's you know a bunch of like magic people obviously who have known nothing um and i was like <laughs> <laughs> they have light sticks <laughs> i'm like no actually the first trilogy is not that much about the force it is you know you get you get quite a bit of it in empire but the rest of it is you know good versus evil battle between like rebels and an empire like there's a, a lot of it's left mysterious and kind of um as just kind of a commentary on the forces that you know bind us together or keep us uh you know, on the right side yeah. of conflicts. So I, I agree with you. I think, considering how weird Bendu was, clearly Filoni is not scared to make uh, <laughs> kind yeah, of bizarre a giant mushroom bear thing. <laughs> yeah, but if that's if that's the limb he wants to go out on in the Star Wars universe, I welcome it. I welcome the weird. You welcome the Bendu. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, a, that should Bendu's be a good shirt. Too. Long time ago, radio welcomes the Bendu, and oh, it's just this Bendu. giant cloud with eyes. 
It's a big mushroom. It's a big mushroom cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I like about Rebels is it's gotten Clone Wars followed a specific formula, like it's a war movie, so you know it's a lot of war. But yeah. Rebels got weird, yeah. but in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know what's going to happen because they're they're going into a part of the story that's never really been explored the same way that you know the original trilogy and all that stuff has. So it's fun kind of seeing what they come up with. I still think about the space whales, right? On occasion, the space whales. I was like, and... "What was with that?" <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say the Zeb quote again because I have it exact now. When it gets strange like this, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That is that's that's true. So, I like that. so is it time for us to speculate wildly and inappropriately? Uh, <laughs> have we not been doing that? I mean, oh, I, yeah, so I feel like I speculated quite a bit. I mean, yeah, there's probably so much well, more we could do. How about, but what do you what do you have in mind? Like, well, I was gonna say, why don't we go through some the main character list? Like, what do you think is gonna happen to Zeb? What do you think will happen to Sabine? Oh yeah, where is Zeb? Zeb right Zeb. now? He's still part of. He's on Yavin Four. He's still helping things. Will he continue being part of the Rebel Alliance, or will he go and join his people on that far off planet? Oh yeah, that weird planet hidden in that nebula. Yeah, that he kind of led the way to. I think he's going home. I think it's a, he. He's a man who's lost his people, and I think a good conclusion would hit for him, and you know, a kind of happy ending conclusion would be reuniting with with his people. Yeah, that would be. I would be satisfied with that. I feel like it. I, I uh, again, I don't like it when the fate of every single character is always like they were murdered. It's like you know, can't. <laughs> Can't we just have, you know, some people go out, like, in a good way? Like, so far, it's only Yoda and Mon Mothma going out, like, peacefully. <laughs> Zeb so went Zeb- on vacation, you know. <laughs> yeah, Zeb lived a great life, like, rebuilding his people. Ezra got and- hooked on death sticks. Yeah. Oh, my God. How great would that be? <laughs> if- <laughs> yeah, they find him at Canto Bite, and he's in an alleyway smoking death sticks. And he's like, I was a Jedi once. <laughs> I had a light stick, too. I sold it for some death sticks. <laughs> so, Zeb, we think, probably gets a, a happy ending. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Oh, uh, Kanan. Dead. Kanan dies. Hera. Kanan's dying. He's dying. <laughs> we know Hera survives. I don't know if we need to talk more about her. We know that she has yeah. a life beyond um, Sabine. Sabine lives. Did, we know. Does she go back to her home, or does she fight? Well, by by the time Jedi's rolling around, she's still around. So yeah, I guess so. So who knows? I, and it seems like I thought that's what she was gonna do when she left. Like, oh, now she's gonna be. Like the Queen of Mandalore or whatever, and in the and when we come back to our third animated series, because I imagine they'll just keep going in order. It's like maybe they'll go to Mandalore and there'll be Sabine and she's older, you know. I hope yeah. so. I, I'd love to see more but, of Mandalore. I was hoping to see more of it this season. I mean, yeah. I know we yeah, got they the, didn't they didn't uh, they didn't stay there very long. They didn't, and I was hoping we'd get a nice long arc like we did in Clone Wars, where we see the battle, like the infighting with Darth Maul and his group and Death Watch. I really wanted that to see, you know the state of mandalore under imperial rule yeah Yeah. but maybe maybe the next season or next show that arc man yeah mandalore arc is i just rewatched all of it so violent like i keep i went back and i watched a lot of clone wars episodes and like gosh um just the moment the second 
uh, I think it's maybe Lost in the Middle is when Ahsoka meets up with Death Watch on that planet when Lux uh, is stupid and takes her there. And there's a moment where she gets her lightsaber back and then just decapitates like five Death Watch guys. And it's just so much more violent than Rebels ever gets. Well, there's um, one episode where, who is it, Asajj sticks a lightsaber through a clone and then kisses him as he's dying and oh, just like boy. drops a body and like this yeah, is yeah and they censored that <laughs> <laughs> yeah they uh they <laughs> they censored that episode oh did they yeah because uh i've i believe they've i've you can find like before and afters or whatever i remember seeing a gif of it happening and it's just flashing the words kids show like as it got it's dark like it happening. got really violent i was kind of curious to see i mean it started very calm um i mean the very first episode was an episode with yoda convincing yeah. people and asajas you know the fact that they're facing each other not fighting was kind of weird but yeah. it, it got dark and i was wondering if rebels would do the same thing too which it really hasn't they're, they're kind of starting to do that now but not definitely not to the but, scale of clone wars like yeah, again nothing like that like i the next episode i watched was when uh, darth maul was first putting together his band of of outlaws and he decapitates everybody mm-hmm. uh, in the black sun it's just like goodness gracious this is for children um oh and the mandalore plot at the very beginning uh that yeah, but they don't show it they do. They do. All their there's, heads there's, are gone. Yeah. And then in the Mandalore plot, the guy who set off the terrorist bomb, which by the way, the whole storyline is about terrorists. Um, he runs and he jumps off a freaking um, oh, balcony. Oh yeah, he kills himself. And you he hear a suicide. splat, and everybody screams. It's like Although really dark. They make it a little bit better because they show him on the ground. He still moves. It's like, oh okay, he survived, but he's dead. No, he died after he gave a little thing. But like, yeah, that that you hear the body hit and that's everyone scream. It's like it was dark. Yeah, and all those people uh, just stood there and looked at this body. You think they'd move away or help? <laughs> I mean, they're they're messed up. Okay, back to the list. Uh, yes. Chopper. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He'll, he'll continue he'll... to be the grumpiest droid this side of the galaxy. I'd love to see a fight between Chopper and R two. Just like it's... a little pissy match. I wonder if if we if he comes back in a new series or if he's just gone. It'd be kind of it's kind of weird to keep a droid around yeah. um, who's who's not. And he two. somehow looks like an old man. Like, <laughs> I, he's all like dented up and like slow. Well, I was wondering if he's going to keep his new satellite dish that he got from the you know the dying sacrifice of the of the other droid. If he's going to have the weird little thicker white one now. It's like it's like C three PO's red arm. Right. Mm. All right, old yeah. man Rex. Uh, so no, he lives. Does sort he? of. Well, are you referring well, to Return of the Jedi? Yeah. So that that this whole there's a lot of speculation. In case you don't know, what we're talking about the director. Who was it? Well, no, he was one of the writers of. I thought it was Filoni. No, it wasn't Filoni. It was someone else. Oh. And they're like, oh yeah, that's the same guy from Return of the. You know, Rex is in Return of the Jedi. And then he had to backtrack because he had no right to say that. And he's like, oh, well, I would hope it'd be him. Well, I thought that, yeah, well, I thought the original statement was he's like, I like to think that that is Rex. Yeah. Who, who is Rex? Uh, there's, there's, okay, so the shot in Return of the Jedi when all the rebels are coming through the woods and they're coming to get the. Um, I see it now. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're going to get the the shield generator there's a one of the soldiers the rebel soldiers looks a lot like old man rex and yeah one of the writers said publicly like he likes to think that that actually is rex 
although it's not like a it's not a, not a it hasn't been confirmed but i just sent you guys a link to some concept art that was released this past year so you can see come on now it's right? him dude so so <laughs> the thing is it hasn't it hasn't been confirmed um i i kind of get it but at the same time it's one of those things where does everything have to be so yes. connected in star no. wars I love yes. this one. This one's subtle. No one gets hurt. They don't have to change anything. <laughs> yeah, especially Rex. He doesn't get hurt. It's fun. Except I think for the this fact is fun. That this is the one rebel when they all get captured by the Empire who's for ten, who's you know dressed as a as a biker scout, yet his whole beard is sticking outside the helmet. Like, come on, guy. You didn't think they'd catch that? <laughs> where's where's his beard supposed to go, Alex? Huh? Balaclava. That's why we wear them. Come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's a rebel. He's he don't a, care. He don't got no balaclava. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it'd be curious to see if they do officially confirm this. Um, I mean, that concept art that they released where he's in camo gear, it looks a lot like it. It'd be cool. Um, we'll just have to kind of wait and see. I want to believe. I want to believe, too. Believe DJ too. is Ezra and Rex survives. Rex survives. <laughs> Who's next? Let me get my list. I got all distracted. Ezra? Uh, well, Ezra we know is DJ, so I would just skip that. Um <laughs> <laughs> Agent Callus, Alexander Callus. Oh, good question. I don't Is that really his name? Alexander. Mm-hmm. It's super Star uh, Warsy, right. right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally Star Warsy. My name is Kanan Jarvis. It's yours, Alexander. I feel like it's official, like a appropriately kind of white, boring Empire guy, though. Yeah, like, it's like Jonathan Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> the Luke's pretty common name. That's a biblical name. Yeah. That is true. Um, I, that's it's also. A- it's also Lucas's name. I feel like Callus. Mary Sue, flip the table. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Callus needs a reckoning, but I don't think we're gonna get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we'll ever get too deep into it. I mean, this is like now a character who's part of the Rebel Alliance, but we see him yeah. or referenced nowhere else. It's not like he's paid for his sins or anything. I mean, he's a he's a he's a good person now, I guess. I'd like to see. I could do like an old man callus in the next one, but I, I, I feel like he's an interesting guy. And uh, he's that guy in Jedi, like <laughs> way in the back. He's the no. other guy with the beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like him as a character, and uh, he's voiced obviously really well. And I wish, uh, I wish we got a little deeper on him. Honestly, fun, fun fact: voiced by a black guy. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? He's an incredible actor. Uh, Which I found weird when I finding out. I was like, really? Like, David Oyelo. I yeah, can never from, pronounce um, his last name. Yeah, I know. I did that. I wanted to look it up before I I made a Oyelowo. I I don't know how to say it. I don't. Someone know. help me. Best known as uh, uh, playing Martin Luther King Jr. in Selma. Yes. Uh, so. Is it really that guy? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Cool. I remember when I first read the casting season one. I'm like, damn. Good, yeah. good job stagging that guy. Yeah, uh, he's fantastic. Um, but yeah, anyway. So is that is that pretty much everyone? I guess. Oh, Thrawn. Thrawn, and I have one more for fun too that I'll toss in at the end. I think Thrawn might make it. You don't think we kill Thrawn? You don't think Callus or Kanan goes down? I don't know. Thrawn? That's the thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be sad either way. If if Thrawn went out swinging and died. I'd be like, cool, all right. But if he if he made it, I, I, I think that'd be cool, too. I could see I him know. making it, but something goes real wrong, and he's demoted. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, deformed. Or that, too. I just think that he's a strong character. I don't know if they'd want to write him out, because I think that he could still have involvement within 
the timeline of A New Hope through Return of the Jedi, just not in the same role that he's in. This whole time he's been in charge of, you know, creating this new ship that's supposed to be able to wipe out the Rebel Alliance. Yet something, things are going wrong, and I could see this whole thing just working against him. Because you see him with the yeah. Death Troopers and everything, so I'm wondering if some, something has to happen where he no longer has that power. Because all that yeah. later on goes to, uh, what's his face from uh, Rogue One? You know what's Krennic. weird is I keep waiting for his master plan to come to fruition. I don't think he has right? one. I think he's just... He talks like he does. He talks like he, he does. Talk, yeah, he, he really talks does. like he's putting pieces together slowly. Like, he has been since season three, and, like, we kind of we kind of got that at the in the season finale of season three when when they find their base and, like, the fleet shows up. I wonder... But, oh, go ahead. you know, they ultimately don't, d- don't crush them. They all get away. Yeah. Right. So... I wonder if he's going to take on kind of a Darth Maul type role where, you know, he'll fail super bad at some point and then kind of be cast out and hold a grudge against these mm-hmm. rebels and then pop he'll back He'll get up. demoted. He'll be half a man. Yeah. Because he... <laughs> I couldn't help it. That was good. Oh, uh, that's our episode for the day if you want to contact us. <laughs> we'll see. We have no idea. Yeah. Oh, I'm curious because they're doing another Thrawn book. Will this take place after or... Before. Well, I from what I understand, the first Thrawn book takes place even before Rebels. I think so. And so this next one, I assume, will also take place before Rebels. I have no idea. I didn't read the book yet, and I'm not gonna because I'm just gonna read the comic now. I like to do both. I like to see the, the comic, but because uh, sometimes yeah, they miss. But it, the, but they even said like we have extra scenes in the comic. Oh, so well, I might as well go. read the yeah. comic then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right so i think we've hit most of the characters there's a few little random people here and there but the one that i know we're all wondering what happens to is ap5 the most depressed droid oh yeah payroll where's he been so last time we saw him when was the last time we saw him oh he was like floating in space and he's like (laughs) i'm so beautiful and then they and then they grab him again no the last time that we saw him was is an episode with zeb where there, someone was trying to take something, or was it? I don't, I don't know. know. But what do you think happens? I to love AP5? him though because he's so cranky. Apparently, he was in Crawler Commanders, this most recent one. Was, was he? he? I am looking at the appearances on on the wiki, but it, he, maybe it was just a hot second. Maybe uh, it was when Hera landed or something. I don't know. Who he's knows? Just, he just floats Hello, by in the sky. Hera. <laughs> Uh, I, I hope we see him again for a second. He's hilarious. Um, I do love him. I, I don't know that I laughed so hard in this show when he gets ejected out into space. And he's like, I'm all alone. It's beautiful. He, he reminds <laughs> me of Marvin from Hitchhiker's Guide to the yep. Galaxy. Like, that's Marvin in Star Wars. <laughs> that's a great, that's a perfect analogy. I just think of him as Squidward. Because <laughs> because he kind of has the same head shape and everything. And then he talks like the, So... <laughs> he talks like he has an underbite. Yes. Or he's mm-hmm. really stuffed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. The little tissue. Uh, who else is there? There's like Governor Price. She'll probably die. She'll definitely die. She's begging for it. <laughs> wow. Um, Her face is um, just like. <laughs> Saw Guerrero. We kind of know what happens to him. I was kind of hoping that during that. Yeah, he's probably, by the time we come back, he'll probably be dead. Well, I was really hoping that during that 
the uh, projection scene when Mon Mothma, that all of a sudden he turns to his side and breathes in through the mask and then continues talking. Oh, yeah. That's the like, question. He hasn't like, gotten if to that point yet. Yeah, I was just going to say, because I thought of that too, and I was like, he's still running around like he's got all his parts. He is, but his and hair is starting what? to get funky. Yeah, he's got that but, funky, crazy man hair. But also, yeah, if, if they're already talking about, like, they evacuated Jeddah, when in the span of those episodes did he get so injured and, and to me it, it seemed like many different types of different injuries like he yeah had i a, thought it was like a crude over time right right like his leg was screwed up and then he had this breathing thing and he was all mad maxi i don't know i yeah. i didn't that's a and good maybe question. it was the poison just taking its toll over time but i i don't know if we're ever given more information other than that hmm. he has he's poisoned yeah so the whole reason he has this respiratory issue is because he was something remember the poison that that wiped out geonosis yeah that somehow gets into his system mm. so i'm not sure if he's gone back multiple times i don't remember where i think that might be in the visual dictionary where they refer to that yeah but uh yeah and I, we don't it's, know it's it's weird because yeah i i uh when he says that whole line like there's not much of me left i thought like I don't know, that kind of, to me, right. and thinking about it, it doesn't, but to me it implied that, yeah, they were they were all injuries accrued over the span of a lifetime of rebellion. Uh, but we're running out of time. <laughs> yeah, we're running out of time. Um, yeah, I'm like, when is he going to get caught in some explosion that explains? Yeah, I want to see his middle foot. Maybe, like, maybe they see, we see him one more time. He also seemed much... He seemed, I mean, he was, he was motivated and a little bit, like, suicidal, but he was not, he was definitely lucid when we saw him this season, whereas in Rebels, he was paranoid to a point of being a little gone. Um, Maybe he'll get a whole episode where someone betrays him, and that's how he got so injured. Maybe. Yeah. I, I really hope so. because like, it was AP5. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just, like, one... I, I, okay, yeah. I mean, we we have we know the names of the next three episodes, and none of them sound like anything where that could happen. But then there's four other episodes after that. But I imagine episode sixteen, it's gonna literally be like the Battle of Scarif. <laughs> do we? Do, you know? Do we know that's where it ends? Or I mean, I feel like that's where it's been building. I think. I, yeah, it honestly feels like. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be right up against it, kind of like how Rogue One ends right up against A New Hope. But we, I, I'm sure we're going to start hearing more and more about it. I mean, the fact that Saw mm-hmm. is playing a larger part in this show than we ever thought he would. And then they're getting, you know, Protocol 13. They're starting to bring these things in. There's Death Troopers. It fits. I think there's going to have a clean transition between Rebels and uh, Rogue One. Do you think, would you be disappointed if it jumped ahead? If for some reason we went past that and then maybe even past the Death Star? I, I don't I wouldn't I think that'd be kind of cool to see how things work out like if there's an like they could end an episode right when they attack uh what's the planet where they attack Scarif. Scarif right when they attack Scarif like we know okay we know that story the next episode can follow up with the aftermath yeah that would be kind of cool like did the ghost survive the jump to hyperspace we don't know we never saw it it didn't crash into the star destroyer but again we never saw it leave but we could also have a situation where like kanan and ezra have to go do some jedi stuff while this all happens right 
and then we get like sort of two series finales where one of them is the rest of the crew at the Battle of Scarif and then them off doing their Jedi stuff where they maybe die and become or become DJ or Snoke or whatever. I was going to say the same thing. There's definitely two different points of interest here. It's what's happening with the Rebels and then what's happening with Kanan. Um, yeah. And so, I don't think those are connected. So speaking about the Jedi and all that, do you think we will see the Inquisitors pop up again? No. Do you think that story is done? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, there's, they imply there's a bunch more of them. We've only seen three. Yeah, yeah. but one of them is the seventh sister, right? Seventh sister. Excuse me. Seventh sister. Fifth, fifth brother, brother. And then there was the other brother who who tried to fly and then fell. The brother from another mother one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's still four others at least, right? So they're, they're... Other than the first one that died. So that means there's three others still probably. Yeah, do so do one of them's got to be Barris. I'm sorry, like, oh, <laughs> maybe that's where how, is she? Maybe that pops up at the end, like you know, she starts hunting down Kanan or something. Oh my god, dude! Don't even like tease me. If Barris <laughs> pops up, Barris Star kills... Wars Rebels, I am gonna lose it. Well, like, I Barris say will you're... kill Kanan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, right? I was gonna say we're not gonna. I don't think I they're gonna so introduce you. I mean, maybe it is an Inquisitor, but I don't think they're gonna in- introduce anybody in these next seven episodes that's gonna be like the major villain that we haven't met before. I think it's gotta or, be someone we know. Or all of a sudden, Kanan and Ezra realize there's someone chasing them. Barris comes out, starts attacking Kanan, and as soon as Ezra goes to block the lightsaber, a purple blade hits his. He looks to his side, and there's Mara Jade. Oh, and then why, how, she why strikes them down. She this? strikes them down. The episode ends. They die, and then we get a whole new story in the comic books about Mara Jade. I thought you were gonna say Mace Windu when you said purple. And then blade. Mace Windu pops I... up out of nowhere, <laughs> kills Mara Jade, takes back the lightsaber. Whoa! Keeps going. I just really think that if they're gonna do Mara Jade, they're gonna do it way, way differently. Django Fett's like... head rolls in. <laughs> <laughs> and clones itself. Well, no, Out pops a woman. There's a hand attached to Jango Fett's head. This is Luke Skywalker's missing hand. Okay, we're in wild, <laughs> wild hallucinogenic. Remember when that was the when that was the like fake spec script floating around? Was uh, that I like the movie that. started with the hand and the lights? I'm like, first of all, how did it even get there? How did it get in space? Well, it's like I'm pretty sure. That hand. Oh, I just got a text from my wife who heard me. She said, stop it. You're ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I just, for me, it was always kind of weird. Like, do you think that hand would really be gripping the lightsaber for the rest of, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying, you, ne- you, you never, hey, Darth Maul came back as a spider. He did, okay? he did but he was true. only a spider for like an episode. That's true. So what you're saying is that like Mara Jade's going to be like a, like a like a ferret or something. She's gonna and then... pop up out of nowhere. It's gonna be like, oh, she's back. Ah! And then the episode ends. People are gonna want more. Of but her. I feel like they can't. They can't just do that. No, they they right? probably. Sh- I don't. Well, I guess it depends on how they want to continue telling certain people's stories. They could continue with the comic book. They could do another series. They. I mean, there's. We don't know what yeah, their next steps but, are. But I feel like they wouldn't just show this character and then end a show and then everyone's <laughs> like, who in the world is that? Oh, you'll you know? know. You'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll know. Like the average like nine year old watching the show's gonna be like, Who is that? It's this this isn't for them. What are you this, talking yeah, about? This is yeah, for this all is the for adults. Us, the old people. This kid's That's show. That's why it's on Disney XD. Hello. 
Yeah. For the X. extreme. The XB stands for get out of here. Is <laughs> I don't know. Okay. These next few episodes are going to be interesting. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to end. But we have, a, what is it? One, two, three. Seven more episodes to go. Whew. I'm and excited. Rebels is done. Uh, I, if, I think this first half of the season yeah, was excellent. We, so I'm excited. We have talked like 40 minutes longer than i thought we would but we did get really goofy near the end and that was pretty fun Um, and it's interesting to say too that this is a show that as soon as it came out people complained and they still complain that they want more clone wars yet i think that this is i'm sorry we 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 covered all of it like all the clone wars we got all of it I, i think we did i don't know if we needed more clone wars all these it's like do you want an episode or it's just like wreck yeah, do you want an episode there's just Rex and Fives like just sitting around doing nothing? Well, Where it's like fishing. between episodes and then Yeah, they're just like, Oh, R and R is really cool, isn't it? <laughs> well, I think I think moments like this this finale, like I was saying before, the fact that we've kind of gotten to spend time with these specific characters, these core kind of five, six characters for four years, um, has really made the the personal choices they're making with each other kind of unique i think in in the star wars universe it's not dependent on everything else i mean we're trying to connect it to everything else but this is a really unique little family in the star wars universe um Mm -hmm. that has made their own story and and i think i'm really happy with it i wasn't sure at the beginning it felt a little too like happy and friendly but uh the stakes are higher now and and I don't know. I, I've enjoyed it immensely, and I'm excited to see how it wraps up. Though I know I'm going to cry. I always cry at finales. <laughs> Even if it's bad. If it's bad, yeah. if it's good. I Just the ending of it, saying goodbye to my friends is always sad. Yeah. Well, you may have to say goodbye to a few of them. <laughs> we'll see, huh? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> any... <laughs> To end on a dark Sorry. note, they're going <laughs> to yeah. be prepared. They might, Start saying know, bye, because, you know... Bye, Kanan. Bye, Kanan. We should we should have a, a moment of silence for Kanan when and if he dies because I really can't die. see him surviving. I'm sorry. He's dead. He's already dead. Yeah. Doom. Oh no! I just thought it's really stupid. No, say it. I was like, it, it, how ironic! <laughs> how ironic is it that his name is Kanan? Oh no! <laughs> And he's blind. (laughs) Okay, we're cutting you off. We're done. That's it. All right. Well, this has been a special (laughs) special episode a long time ago. Radio. If you'd like to, uh, ooh, if you'd like to follow us, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash long time ago radio and you can find me at on twitter at the java josh where can they find you guys i'm go laugh. at rebecca june lane and our official twitter is at lta underscore radio you can find me on instagram dapper underscore fet check out facebook.com slash long time ago radio we just posted uh, a recipe for pork and pie uh, <laughs> we have a list of our new episodes coming out take a look where you will be putting up a survey as to how you think canyon will die so <laughs> you need to vote. If you need to do a write-in, uh, if you think that Ben who's going to come back and take him away, write that in. Hello, Kanan. Time to go. <laughs> I want. I want to know what you guys think because, as you've heard, the three of us have come oh. up with the dumbest theories, <laughs> and I know we're not the only ones. And don't take it serious, please, because we don't oh, take ourselves serious. Oh my god, man! <laughs> oh, yeah, this was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this last 30 minutes. Can you imagine when uh. we record the episode for The Last Jedi? Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. It's going to be so great. I can't wait. Speaking of that, by the way, we put up a content plan on uh, my personal Twitter account and on our Facebook page that you can find that includes the last two episodes you've just listened to and then uh, whatever our our full episode is for December 4th. But following that, on the 15th, on the day, by gum, we are going to have the last Jedi review episode up. And that's only mainly because we're actually seeing it on the 14th and probably recording it for that, that, that night because we got 6 p.m. tickets, right? 6 yeah. p.m. So you guys better oh. watch it the night before it airs. Or it comes yeah. out because this is going to be full of spoilers, and we're going to talk oh, about yeah. DJ. Well, I mean, you can just not, you know, or listen just don't to it listen until to it. you yeah. see the movie. Go see the movie, and then don't when you see it, you come back. What are you doing? Yeah. No, see the movie. So yeah, December fifteenth, by gum, there'll be the the <laughs> review episode. Then on December eighteenth, we're going to have a special. Well, that's not a special episode. That's our final full episode of the year, and it will be holidays of Star Wars which I'm excited to do because I only know about Life Day and I and Empire Day, and I'm like, how many others are there? I can't wait to do the research. And then December 22nd, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it. And the very few people know about what this episode is. It's going to be hilarious is all I'm going to say. And it's going to be – it's a nice Christmas present for, for everyone who listens, and I hope you enjoy it because I, I, I am – I, I think it's gonna be great, and that's why on the content plan it just looks like it's wrapped in wrapping paper. That was the that was the idea. <sighs> Whew, Kane! <laughs> uh, everybody, in- I can't believe it took me four seasons to, or well, I guess it was two. But everybody enjoy your turkey, though. I guess at this point you've already eaten it, but yeah, you, you're eating more of it probably. I hope you enjoy the leftovers. Point. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, this Black Friday, you picked up a bunch of cool Star Wars stuff. So be safe, though. Don't hurt yourself trying to get. Yeah. Well, that's what Amazon's for. Exactly. That's what I do. It's like six o'clock rolls around. You've already eaten. You're like falling asleep, and then time check Amazon. <laughs> do half my Christmas shopping right now. That's what I'm gonna do. Anyway, everybody. Uh, I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. May the force be with you. Oh, Java. 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 O